world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. This week on Parents Are Hard to Raise, elder financial expert Geraldine Callahan is back to discuss the four critical changes in Medicare that are headed our way and how they will impact your aging parents. Join 180 million monthly subscribers who can now listen to Parents Are Hard to Raise on Spotify. Welcome to Parents Are Hard to Raise, helping families grow older together without losing their minds. I'm elder care expert Diane Berardi. Longtime listeners will recognize my special guest expert this week as our go to person on all elder care financial planning matters. She has a true passion for educating seniors and their families about strategies designed to pay for long term care while protecting their assets. She is president of Callahan Financial Services Group, LLC, a firm specializing in healthcare financial planning for seniors. Jerry, Jerry Callahan, welcome back to Parents Are Hard to Raise. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me back, Diane. Well, thank you. And you have some Medicare changes to talk to us about. Yes, absolutely. Um, so whatever, what, whichever one you'd like me to address, I'd be happy to start with uh, Medicare Supplement, if that's okay, or that's anything else you'd like. That's perfect. Okay, wonderful. So for for Medicare Supplement, there's going to be some major changes. Um, Congress has passed a law that is going to eliminate Plan F and Plan C. Uh, these plans were typically the most comprehensive plans under Medicare. Uh, when I say comprehensive, they covered 100% of what Medicare uh, did not pay. But uh, huh. unfortunately, <laughs> uh, Congress is going to be eliminating these plans because they'd like to see uh, people pay more in the cost of their care. One of the plans was like the Cadillac plan, right, of <laughs> insurance? Yeah, yeah. It's a, the plan F, and again, it, it was covering 100% of all approved Medicare amounts, and um, unfortunately, uh, Congress sees that it's, it's gotten quite costly, sure. and people are seeing the doctors more often when they don't have to pay out-of-pocket costs or they don't have any deductible yeah. up front. So uh, in order to try to reduce uh, the cost the government is paying out, they are eliminating uh, Plan F and also Plan C. And um, so F is kind of the most popular, I guess, the best plan. What's Plan C? Okay, well, Medicare does not really want us to say that one plan is the best over another, <laughs> okay. but um, Plan F certainly did provide a lot of coverage, and a lot of people really like that plan. Uh, plan C is very similar to Plan F. Uh, they normally uh, were sold to people that were under age 65, that oh. were on disability. This was typically the only plan that they can get that would cover, almost give them 100% coverage. 
And uh, at this point, um, they're going to be able to choose other plans if this is not going to be available any longer as of uh, 2020. Oh, okay. Now, do current enrollees have to switch their plans? Oh, that's a great question. So uh, those that are already on Medicare Plan F and Plan C, uh, they can keep their plans. They're going to be grandfathered into those plans. Okay. Yeah. And... Is there anything that will replace those plans or something similar to F and C? Well, uh, there are other plans. One of those plans that's very popular is the Plan G. Uh, a beneficiary pays a small out-of-pocket deductible, and then after that deductible, it pays 100% of what Medicare doesn't uh, pay. So there are going to be uh, other plans out there. Um, you know, obviously there's... Um, Pros and cons to everything. Right. Um, and um, less plans. Uh, I guess some people can say it's a positive because it'll be less confusing for some people. Okay. Um, in terms of, you know, Medicare supplements have plan A uh, all the way through plan N. Um, wow. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so a lot of <laughs> It sure is. And each one of them has their own specific nuances and, and different details about them. So it can be very confusing. Um, but on a negative side, yeah. you know, a lot of people are probably going to postpone going to the doctors. Um, yeah. Which could result in development of other illnesses that may have been preventable. And, um, you know. You know, a lot of people aren't going to be be happy with this uh, with this decision. People love their Plan F, uh, yeah. but unfortunately, we can't really control what's going to happen at this point. So presently, no one really can now come into Plan F. Yeah, as of January first, twenty twenty, you will no longer be able to buy a Plan F plan. Okay, um, you know, but. Yeah, you have now. You can do it now. All of 29, you could do it now if that's something you want to get into. But it's also um, important to remember that uh, as people, the way insurance works, it's a pool. You know, you want to have a pool of healthy people coming in. Right. And, um, and you have people that may be sicker. And what may potentially happen in the long run is that you're going to have older people within the plan and they're going to age and um, you know, possibly the cost of insurance may get more expensive over time because you're not getting healthy and younger people coming into the plan. So that's a potential negative as well. And in these plans, can the insurance companies screen for any illnesses? Oh, very good question. Um, well, when you're first turning, there are certain instances like when you're first turning 65 yeah. or, or when you're coming off a group plan, um, they can't ask you any medical questions. Okay. You know, they do have to accept you. But um, so let's say somebody's on a plan F and they decide, you know what, this is probably going to get too expensive over time or it's getting too expensive over time. I'd like to switch to go to another plan. Yeah. They will have to answer medical questions and they will have to go through underwriting uh, and the insurance companies reserve the right to hmm. accept them or deny them. Do most states allow that? Yes. They, yeah, all states, they do allow uh, for the insurance companies to be able to underwrite, um, you know, people that are coming in. So unless you are um, turning 65 or you have a special enrollment uh, period for a specific reason, um, 
you have to go through that underwriting process hmm. to qualify. To qualify, yeah. However, there are Medicare Advantage plans, other types of plans that are not Medicare Supplement. And let me just define Medicare yes. Supplement because I didn't get to do that in the very beginning. Um, so, so Medicare Supplement plans are private insurance policies that uh, help you know Medicare beneficiaries to pay for the gaps in Medicare. Um, they're also known as Medigap policies, and they help with the out-of-pocket expenses like co-payments, co-insurances, and co-deductibles. Okay. So while those, um, you know, for someone who is unable to get on a Plan F or Plan C you know, for any reason, the Medicare Advantage plans are also available for them, and... Um, you know, that's the next topic we're going to be talking about is Medicare Advantage. I can explain what they are. Perfect. Yes. Can you tell us, you know, what is a Medicare Advantage plan? Sure. So um, the Medicare Advantage. So if someone, for example, goes for underwriting for a Medicare supplement and they didn't qualify because of their health, um, they always have the option of a Medicare Advantage uh, plan um, unless they have end-stage renal disease. There's some exceptions to that. But Medicare Advantage is usually open to everyone. Okay. Um, they kind of work like HMO plans. Um, they are um, an all-in-one alternative to Medicare. They are also through private uh, insurance companies. Um, they bundle hospital insurance, medical insurance, oh, okay. prescription under one plan, and a lot of times they'll give you benefits such as dental and vision. So the key with those plans is it's a network of plans. It's a network of doctors that are within those plans that you have to stay within. Okay. So like an HMO kind of. Correct, yeah. like an HMO or a PPO type plan. Okay. So what would you see as some benefits for new enrollees for like a Medicare Advantage plan? Well, there's a lot of upcoming changes uh, to the Medicare Advantage plans, and for one thing, there's potential lifestyle support changes where uh, the plans have the right to offer uh, meals that are delivered to the home wow. of the patient, <laughs> and these aren't things that were necessarily available, and, and they haven't been implemented yet, but okay. these are changes down the line that the plans uh, could potentially offer, uh, transportation to doctor's offices, um, safety features in the home, such as maybe like a grab bar, wheelchair ramp. Okay. Um, you know, it, home safety improvements that can be provided. But in order to get those, the person would have to be chronically ill and certified by a doctor. Um, and again, it, these haven't been introduced yet, but they're in the plans to come. There's also potentially in-home health. Perfect. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is something that could help a lot of Medi Medicare uh, beneficiaries um, with activities of daily living, for example, helping them maybe dress and eating to the extent or how long they would provide this service for is unknown yet. But um, again, as I said, they're potentially going to be available in the future. In the future. So we're going to continue talking with Geraldine Callahan of Callahan Financial Service Group. But first, I want to tell you something. If you're a woman, or there's a woman in your life, there's something you absolutely need to know. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse, and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. 
Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless-looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you, in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. Were you ever young? You're listening to Parents Are Hard To Raise. Now, thanks to you, the number one elder care talk show on planet Earth. Listen to this and other episodes on demand using the iHeartRadio app. iPhone users can listen on Apple Podcasts and Android users on Google Podcasts. Want a great new way to listen to the show? Have an Amazon Echo or Dot? Just say, Alexa, play Parents Are Hard To Raise podcast. Getting the latest episode of Parents Are Hard To Raise. Here it is from iHeartRadio. It's as simple as that. You're right, Dolly. There are so many really cool new ways to listen to our show. It's hard to keep track. You can join the 180 million listeners on Spotify. You can listen in your car, at the gym, or pretty much anywhere on your smartphone with Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. You can get us on Apple TV, DirecTV, Roku. And like Dolly said, you can even ask Alexa to play the show for you. It's great because you don't have to be tied to a radio anymore. You can listen when you want, where you want, for as long as you want. And if you're listening to the show in one of these new ways, please do me a big favor. Share this new technology. Help someone else learn about the show and show them a new way to listen. So, Jerry, we were talking about... um, that Medicare Advantage is expanding its scope of coverage. And we were talking about um, seniors who, I I guess, if they enroll in the plan and need help with maybe activities of daily living, you know, meal preparation and uh, maybe some bathing, dressing, that the Medicare Advantage plan may cover the cost of home health aid coverage. Yeah, yeah, I guess that is what we're talking about, and it's hard to believe. Yeah. Uh, as I said, this hasn't been done yet, but there is proposal uh, to allow these plans to offer that options if they choose. So uh, I do believe that we might see some of this in the near future. Uh, I don't think it's going to replace long-term care insurance uh, okay. and give that level of coverage, but it, it's something that's going to be able to help, especially those that are 
you know, the poorer, more chronically ill in our society. This is, you know, great. The only thing I worry about is um, today we have a caregiver shortage. So we have all these people needing help and we don't have the people to help them, the professionals to help them. Absolutely. I know it's a an ongoing dilemma. But this is great. So when, I guess, when um, this proposal, when do you think they may decide on these? I, we should probably, if any of these companies are going to implement them, it's going to, we'll start seeing them probably after 2020. Okay. Because um, all the new plans are off for 2019, and at least most of the benefits um, plans in my area haven't begun to offer these as of yet. Um, so I don't anticipate there's going to be any changes until next year. I was reading somewhere that you may have the option to try out an Advantage plan for uh, three months, and if you aren't happy, you can switch to another or go back to original yeah. Medicare? Uh, well, that's that's for the Medicare Advantage, which is an original Medicare. It's strictly for the Medicare Advantage. Uh, there's going to be sort of like a new um, open enroll, a new, I don't know what it is, how to frame it, but it's a new period in which someone can test drive a plan. Okay. They can try the Medicare Advantage plans for about three months, and if they're not satisfied, they will have the option to change. We've never had that before, a test drive a plan, have we? No, no, <laughs> uh, we haven't had. We've had um, the annual election period, which is October 15th through December 7th, uh, where you can make changes to your Medicare plan, Advantage plan, and uh, we've also had the Medicare uh, Advantage, the disenrollment period, where you can go out of it. Right. Um, and that's from January 1st to February 14th. But now it's been expanded. It's a, it's a period where you can try it out. And if you don't like it, you go back to original Medicare. You can pick up a Medicare supplement plan and then um, pick up a prescription plan to go along with that. So it's a great opportunity for people who thought, well, maybe... You know, maybe I, I want to try this, but I don't want to get stuck or locked into it. Right, exactly. Give them a way out. You know, and expanding the the scope of coverage, the support services that may be included are exactly what people need help with. You know, our parents need help with the meal delivery. The transportation is such a big problem to and from doctor's appointments. Safety fixtures like, I guess, the handrails or ramps, uh, equipment like that. So um, the government is thinking a little and these private insurance companies. Let's just hope it, 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 it... Uh, yeah, let's hope they take that option and actually implement it. Now, I will say, although it does sound great, we got to remember that Medicare Advantage has its pros and cons. Okay. And it's not necessarily better than a Medicare supplement plan. Uh, you know, there's a lot more freedom that comes with a Medicare supplement and generally more coverage, uh, less out-of-pocket costs. So, you know, when, when you're deciding on a plan that's yeah. best for you on a health plan, you want to weigh all your options and the pros and the cons as well. And what do you mean by, like, uh, more freedom for... Uh, the Medicare. So Medicare yeah. supplement, when I say freedom, yeah. specifically I'm talking about there's no network. You have to, you're not restricted uh, within a doctor's network. Okay. You can go anywhere in the country where they accept Medicare, whereas Medicare Advantage tend to be more localized. It's within the county you reside in. Mm, okay. Each plan might be completely different uh, from state to state, county to county. So um, there's more restrictions. They also change every year, um, whereas the Medicare supplements tend to be standardized and they tend to remain the same. Ah. So 
a lot of pros and cons. So I do recommend, you know, if you're going to compare these plans, um, you know, talk to a local agent, of course, if you can. Uh, You also can go on Medicare.gov. Uh, they have a, a great tool that allows you to put in all your prescriptions uh, and uh, where you live, and they can summarize um, which plan, you know, based on your personalized information would be best for you. Yeah, I definitely think you do have to talk to an agent because there's just it's so there's just so much to absorb and try to Absolutely. compare. <laughs> Absolutely, even when you go on Medicare.gov, I mean, um, it's still very confusing. People sometimes can't understand, uh, you know, the input that that uh, the website prints. So it's, it's important to get someone who, who's familiar with this who can help. Yeah. This is like a whole co- four years of college on Medicare, you know, <laughs> understanding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And all the plans and everything. So and all the plans and all the companies, and it can be a lot and overwhelming. Yeah. For sure. Now, I understand also the donut hole will be going away. Is that also in 2020? Well, there's been two aspects of it. So under the Affordable Care Act, it was scheduled, the donut hole was scheduled to close in 2020. Okay. Uh, but Congress did pass a bill in March that closed part of it. They closed the donut hole for any brand name drugs uh, for 2019, uh, and the gap will close for, uh, for generic drugs in 2020. But I think we should define what the yes. donut hole is. I was is just going to say, audience. yes. Can you tell <laughs> us about that? <laughs> yes. Um, so the donut hole is basically when a Medicare beneficiary um, is enrolled in a plan and they end up spending a very high prescription, uh, their cost for their prescriptions become very high. And what happens is after a certain amount of money that they spent, they reach a certain level throughout the year where their uh, medications become quite expensive. They can go from paying 25% of the cost of the medication to, you know, as high as maybe 75%. Wow. Yeah. So someone on a fixed budget, you know, as you can imagine, that's quite yeah. difficult. So um, th- th- by closing the donut hole, um, you know, you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be able to afford the medications. You're going to have those people who have been putting their medications aside because they couldn't afford it or weren't taking it when they were in the donut hole. Yeah. That will be eliminated. Um, again, as I said, for the for the brand name prescriptions, yeah. uh, that's been closed out um, as of 2019. And for any generic drug that, sh- that is scheduled to be closed out by 2020. I guess the the purpose of the donut hole was to encourage people maybe to use less expensive generic drugs. Initially, mm-hmm. initially that was the goal, you know. Um, <clears throat> and also that they also wanted people to pay more for the cost of their prescription, right. you know, instead of the government um, putting up the money and also. Uh, we know that some of these companies, especially the brand name companies, they're also having to pick up um, more of the cost with these changes. So they're going to be contributing more to the cost of the, the the prescriptions as opposed to it coming out of the Medicare beneficiary pocket. Ah, okay. Does that make sense? When I say Medicare uh, beneficiary, that's the person that's receiving the Medicare. Right? Yeah. No, that um, makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And um, and finally, um, an, another change you had said is Medicare is going to allow the use of telemedicine? 
Yeah, uh, telemedicine, you know, that's uh, steadily on the rise. And, you know, these telehealth programs allow people to call in via the phone or through their computer. They can talk to doctors and other professionals from anywhere in the country, and they're able to, you know, provide solutions, maybe treat them in certain cases uh, simply by a phone call. So that's amazing for someone who is homebound and can't get out or... Uh, not don't have the transportation, so having these uh, available, I think, ultimately is going to be a great benefit to 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 people on Medicare. Will they um, limit it to certain diagnoses or no? Um, I believe that 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 has been said that they're going to uh, reduce the service to certain uh, class of. Um, illnesses, but okay. again, I'm not clear on that. There's still there's more to come <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, more to come. So, more as we hear more, we'll, we'll be able to provide that to the, to the listeners. Well, that's, that's perfect because we'd love to have you back. And Geraldine, please uh, tell our listeners how they can contact you. Oh, yeah. So, again, my name is Geraldine Callahan, and my company is Callahan Financial Services Group. You can contact me by visiting our website, www.callahanfinancialservices.com. You can give our office a call at 973-325-7500. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for being here, Geraldine. And we will certainly have you back to tell us all about the next set of changes. Thank you so much for having me, Diane. You're welcome. Everyone, I hope you got something out of this show. I know I did. Parents are hard to raise, longtime listeners. I love getting your emails and questions, so please keep sending them. You can reach me at Diane at ParentsAreHardToRaise.org or just click the green button on our homepage. Parents Are Hard to Raise is a CounterThink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Our New York producer is Joshua Green. Our broadcast engineer is Well Gambino. And from our London studios, the melodic voice of our announcer, Miss Dolly D. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time, may you forget everything you don't want to remember. And remember everything you don't want to forget. See you again next week. <laughs>